Orbital Gardens, this is Mission Control. We are confirming acquisition of your signal. You are live in 5, 4, 3, 2... Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Gardeners of the Galaxy, a podcast for all of the sentient beings in the universe who have a passion for plants. I am Emma the Space Gardener and I will be your host as we explore gardening on Earth and beyond. I am recording this episode during Seed Week, the Gaia Foundation's annual celebration of the life-giving seeds that feed us and the remarkable people who grow and tend them. In the last episode I talked about my 2021 project to trial heritage or heirloom salad varieties in my hydroponicum. Heritage seeds can be thought of as seeds with stories and I'm going to be talking about some seeds with space stories later in this episode. First though, let's catch up on the recent news for space gardeners. On the 6th of December 2020, SpaceX launched its 21st cargo supply mission, CRS-21, to the International Space Station. This was the first flight of the upgraded Cargo Dragon, which can carry more science. On the 14th of January, it became the first space station cargo capsule to splash down off the coast of Florida. Among the cargo Dragon brought home from space were millions of tomato seeds for the Tomatosphere project, enabling schoolchildren across North America to get involved in astrobotany experiments. Also returning was the Soil Health in Space experiment, which launched the first Earth soils into space last October. Astroecologist Morgan Irons at Cornell University is studying what happens to the soil environment in space, specifically the growth of bacteria and fungal mycelia, and how that affects the way that soil aggregates, clumps together. A better understanding of how spaceflight affects soil microbial activity could help us grow food crops on space missions. It could also lead to new soil conservation and management techniques on Earth that would increase agricultural yields. And Cargo Dragon also brought home the latest mission-wise experiment, which left 12 bottles of wine on the International Space Station for six months to see how the space environment affects how the wine ages. More interestingly, 320 vine cuttings were also on board. Space Cargo Unlimited sent 40mm canes of two wine grape varieties, Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon, to the ISS as part of a research project called Canes. The idea behind the project is to take advantage of the accelerated development of plants in a stressful, strange environment with little or no gravity and higher radiation exposure. Wine regions are severely affected by global warming and it's hoped that mission-wise will help agriculture adapt. CRS-21 brought a lot of cargo back to Earth but it didn't bring home the space radishes from the Plant Habitat O2 experiment or the Australian wattle seeds that are part of the Asian Herbs in Space project, those are scheduled to return on CRS-22. That mission is not due to launch until May 2021, and doesn't yet have a return date. As I explained at the beginning of the show, this is Seed Week, an opportunity to tell seed stories. And as it happens, the golden wattle seeds currently on the ISS are not the first to have left Earth. In May 2008, Space Shuttle Discovery delivered native Australian seeds to the ISS for a similar experiment. Canadian-born astronaut Dr Gregory Chamatoff carried a package of seeds from the New South Wales Seed Bank, which is now the Australian Plant Bank. As well as the Golden Wattle, Australia's national flower, the package included seeds from the Flannel Flower, Waratah and the Walimi Pine. Golden Wattle seeds are among the toughest on Earth and can survive for more than 100 years. As quick-growing oxygen producers, the wattle could be a useful plant for colonising the moon or Mars. And wattle seed is a nutritious food that has been a staple of the indigenous Australian diet for thousands of years. It's now in high demand, with commercial growers struggling to keep up. 
the Willemi pine is a conservation success story, having gone from fewer than 100 wild plants to being propagated and sold for cultivation worldwide. Sending its seeds into space was symbolic of that success. The seeds were stored in microgravity conditions on the ISS for six months, orbiting the Earth more than 2,800 times. A duplicate set remained on Earth as a control group. At the time, Botanic Gardens Trust Executive Director Dr Tim Entwistle explained that these were the first Australian seeds to go into space. He hoped that this small experiment would show how Australian seeds respond to microgravity and ionising radiation, perhaps demonstrating that they are the toughest on Earth and in space. When the seeds completed their mission and returned to Earth, they were put through rigorous germination tests alongside the control group. These showed that the spacefaring seeds had not been adversely affected by their off-world experience. Some of the resulting trees were planted out in the Royal Botanic Garden in Sydney in 2014. Tim Peake's Principia mission to the ISS was named after Sir Isaac Newton's groundbreaking text on physics, Naturalis Principia Mathematica. First published in 1687, the book described the principal laws of motion and gravity. Therefore, it's fitting that when Tim blasted off in 2016, he took with him seeds from Isaac Newton's famous apple tree, the flower of Kent tree that inspired Newton's theory is still growing at Woolsthorpe Manor in Lincolnshire. After spending six months in space with Tim, the seeds returned to Earth. At Kew's Millennium Sea Bank, they spent 90 days at 5 degrees centigrade to simulate the winter cold needed to break dormancy. In May 2017, gardeners warmed the seeds to 15 degrees and they germinated. Careful nurturing led to eight saplings. A competition to find permanent homes for these unique trees selected, the Eden Project in Cornwall, Jodrell Bank Discovery Centre in Cheshire, Brogdale Collections in Kent, home of the National Fruit Collection, the Catalyst Science Discovery Centre in Cheshire, the Royal Parks and National Physical Laboratory in Middlesex, the Environmental Education Project at Rolleston Forestry Centre in South Derbyshire, Woolsthorpe Manor and the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs in Vienna. In 2011, the first Native American space experiment flew on the very last space shuttle flight. When Atlantis blasted off on STS-135, it carried indigenously cultivated tobacco seeds from the Ethnobotany Collection at the Science Museum of Minnesota. Combining scientific tools with American Indian cultural knowledge, the experiment aimed to test germination in microgravity and a soilless environment. Staff at the museum and students from the Nawai Centre School and the American Indian Opportunities Industrialisation Centre plan to carry out control experiments on Earth. The project, called Indigenous Starseeds for Life, showcased the museum's ethnobotany collection, which included indigenously cultivated corn, beans, squash and tobacco. The museum worked in partnership with the American Indian community to germinate, grow and harvest seeds from its permanent collection, bringing cultural anthropology, archaeology and American Indian perspectives together. Museum visitors could see the ongoing research in the native garden section and the big backyard outdoor exhibit. In a note to NASA, Dakota educator Jim Rock spoke of the juxtaposition between 21st century technology and ancient traditions. He said, These are very old heirloom seed ancestor relatives, like our dearest mothers and grandmothers, who will be flying in your care and company as fellow crew members and specialists. The team chose tobacco because it has always been an offering in the Dakota tradition. Jim Rock explained that tobacco is the ambassador that says, I'm here humbly, gently, it's honorific. Space is very important to Dakota cosmology. In Dakota legend, we are children of the sky, we will go back to the sky.
And that's it for this episode. You'll find the show notes on my website, theunconventionalgardener.com, which is also home to a virtual tip jar for those of you who would like to support the show. If you want to become a regular supporter, you can sign up via patreon.com forward slash gardeners of the galaxy to access extended episodes and bonus content. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Orbital Gardens. Gardeners of the Galaxy has its own Facebook page. And if you enjoy chatting about space plants, you can join the discussions on my new Discord server, which is called The Space Greenhouse. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Orbital Gardens, this is Mission Control, confirming termination of your signal. We've heard from Mark Watney, and he'd love to visit for dinner in the Space Garden. However, he does have a concern about the menu. Apparently, he's sick of potatoes. Mission Control out.